What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to this episode of Split Screen D&D, the place where we're attacking <laughs> all things Dungeons and Dragons from both sides of the screen. As always, my name is Tom Quinn, resident dungeon master here at Modern Myth. And I am Josh Winans, resident player character here at Modern Myth. So, Tom. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> Sorry. I've had, I had a couple beers. So, the... Future of D and D is a very interesting one that seems to be painted by the 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 people at Watsi. Is that how is that how Watsi. you say it? Watsi. And where they're really pushing uh, the virtual tabletop. Mm-hmm. And I feel as maybe we're getting to that age where we're like, no, it's got to be this way. You 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 young kids, you don't know how like, or like, how do I unlock my phone? <laughs> like what? <laughs> exactly. But I like. It, it's hard to say, like, in person, in real life play at a table is, is to me, the purest form. But there's obviously a very strong argument for the counter. So I think it'd be fun to explore. Let's, hey, let's see. Maybe maybe through talking about it, we can kind of shift our position. Okay, okay. And What'd maybe through the comments. Speaking of comments. Oh, uh, well... Uh, in that case, uh, you guys should do it. You should comment. Uh, you should like. You should subscribe. You should do all those awesome things that you know the YouTube overlords uh, love because it it pays us sweet dividends. Not not yet, but uh, at some point, <laughs> one, might, day. one day, one um, day. No, uh, we usually appreciate all the support. So, Thank you guys uh, so much. and and um, whether you are subscribed, active in the comments, uh, in whatever way you're engaging with the channel, we love it. Uh, but it does mean the world to us. It tells YouTube that you like what we're doing and you want to see more of it by uh, hitting any of those uh, subscriptions, mm-hmm. thumbs ups, bells, what have you. Uh, if you want to help support us directly, in both in split screen, or I should say in split screen, and all of the other aspects of the channel, DM and the PM and the Rakish Rovers, uh, you can jump over to patreon.com slash modmyth. Uh, and you can support us directly that way. So please, thank uh, you. Yeah, huge thanks to everyone who is already just on top of that subscription That's and uh, and comment game. And I do think what we're going to hear uh, some interesting thoughts because I think this is a topic that we're of a reasonably like mind. Is yeah, uh, yeah. which I know I know we don't all, we we try to kind of shy away from topics that we uh, just straight up agree on that we yeah. you know feel similarly on. But I think we often find even on topics where we think we might disagree more. We find a, a meeting of the minds that is not always the case with the commenters. Uh, so you know, change our minds a little bit. If uh, if you if you hear us uh, saying some things and you want to, um, no, we always learn from you say, guys. Like oh yeah, a tremendous amount, tremendous yep, amount. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so on the topic of in real life D and D versus virtual D and D, or more specifically. Yep. I think obviously we're giving a nod. I think at this point to the one D and D announcement. All hail one D and D. But uh, I think we're also talking about uh, fantasy grounds, roll twenty. Right. It's, 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 this isn't an overnight thing. This has been happening for a long right, time. Right. Right. Um, and I think that there are absolutely pros and cons. Absolutely. And I think. Uh, I think let's get after some of those. Okay. Um, do you? Did you want me to start? Or you want to start? Where, um, where are you at on this one? You know what. Let's explore uh, the positive. Not, do you want to explore the positives first of a virtual? I think that might be more healthy because I don't want to come off like okay. coming hot. Well, I'll, I will say, I mean, I think it probably goes without saying that we live pretty firmly in the real life yeah. 
uh, yeah. sitting around the table camp. Not saying though that we don't understand that there are benefits and good things about virtual. Yeah, let's. I, I mean, I think I think let's get after it. I think I think the context of this conversation, in my mind, anyways, is uh, I think there is going to be a very real, a very concerted effort from uh, Wizards of the Coast to drive more and more of the player base into a virtual space, and uh, you know so obviously speculative but some number of years down the road when someone says hey do you play dungeons and dragons what they're going to mean is do you log into a virtual tabletop right. and do you play, play battle.net D style yeah yeah i guess that's not a bad way of thinking about it so um you know what are those i think talking about a little bit about those implications and yeah. and uh the pros and cons of of those spaces so yeah fire us off fire us off some uh, some uh, I think some obvious. Uh, yeah, there's pros. some obvious pros uh, that can't be denied. Uh, I think uh, the first thing is uh, the because I always think of comparing it to couch co-op versus online. Uh, yeah, so I think that's a reasonable comparison, I, which may uh, which might be interesting because I mean I think online has done so much positive. I don't think it's replaced couch co-op. It makes me very sad that it's hard to find good couch co-op games. I'm going to say there's there's probably a large subset of people watching this right now yeah. who are going, what the hell is couch co-op? Oh, you haven't sat next to the person you're playing a game with, like literally sat next on the couch. so Just, that just sweeping their legs yeah, over oh, and dude, over. Oh, like, oh, oh you beat me and just God. pounding them on the shoulder. Like It turns into almost a boxing match slash video game. Oh, th th those are my happiest moments of my child. Not the happiest. That's, but I have very positive emo like moments. I think that is that does serve to illustrate kind of the broader point that we're talking about here. Is is even even now that consoles are a, a network device where more play is taking mm -hmm. place over over a network online. Yeah. Uh, Whereas, you know, consoles used to be the domain of couch co-op. Or yep. maybe you were LAN partying, which was pretty oh, sweet. Oh, that time was pretty freaking dope, um, too. <laughs> but, but it's just a deal where the that is gone the way of the dinosaur. And I, I really think, uh, I think there's going to be, obviously, uh, your old school holdouts. You're going to yeah. have, have holdouts, really, I think, right up to 5th edition. Mm -hmm. And then from there forward, I really think you're going to yes. be finding yourself in a space. But it's going to be interesting that there yeah. will be a point where where people are going to go like, "What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Come over and play Dungeons and Dragons? That's you right. know, that's." But uh, so to sing its praises about virtual space, uh, like going, uh, I have a very my my brother in law is one of my uh, very great friends, and we, he lives in a totally different town. I would never like. In a perfect world, we play couch co-op, but I have a kid. He has a job. The odds of us ever getting... So, hey. You have a job as well. Uh, yeah, kind of. Actually, I will be bringing up my job later uh, about talking about this subject. Okay. Uh, I'm a music teacher uh, in public schools. But um, for us to be able to just, hey, man, you want to go on a lot? Hey, Thursday night, it's it's guy night. We're logging, logging on, and we're playing some video games for a couple hours. And it's it's we can hang out. Even though we're separated, we never be able to do it either. Otherwise, yeah, and that's just such a pot. So, distance is negligible with the wonders of the the internet. Right, right, and that's a particularly um, potent pro to be massively uh, illiterate on that uh, on that string of of words. Uh, it. <laughs> 
because we're acknowledging it and you know uh, Colorado is no slouch for finding a D&D group for find you know I mean that's and, and but there are places in the world mm-hmm. where that could be a very very difficult undertaking yes. maybe maybe a near impossible undertaking mm-hmm. uh to find a table um and, and not just a table but a table you want to be at right um and do it in person, and yeah. and so huge things to be said. Not not just for like that that access, but you know, if I sat down and you know, say I was like, ah, you know what, these rovers, fuck these guys. I'm so sick of playing with those guys. I'm gonna go find a new table. I've got a lot of legwork to find a group of people that I want to play with, a, in, in a life. proximity. Yep. That is, um, and that's not to say that there wouldn't be legwork uh, in a virtual space, but absolutely there. It's just the pool of candidates is so much greater. And and we've harped on so many times. If you're not crazy about the table that you're at, if you're not crazy about, uh, if you're DMing a table and you're and you're just like we are just not jiving, we yep. want different things out of the game. Uh, I mean, there's no way you could argue that expanding your access to a massive player base, a massive DM base. Uh, doesn't inherently uh, improve your odds of finding that Goldilocks table right. that you really want to be your yep. your long term uh, table. So no no question there. I think mm-hmm. is um, uh, I would say DM uh, DM side. I think I think there's a bit of a trade off here because I think the tools are getting more and more robust. Okay. Um, so I know we're talking pros, but it, I think it's it's existing in a space right <laughs> it didn't now. Even last, like you didn't get. No, one. no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to give it as a pro because I do right. think I think the tools are finally catching up. Yeah. Uh, that are allowing these virtual games to be run near as seamlessly as you might have them run at a at a live table. That now I I I. This We're talking is, about pros. We're talking this, about pros. No, this is why I say I think that they're getting there. A, a great example is a long, long time ago. This is pre predating uh, companies manifesting these tool sets. Mm-hmm. Um, we attempted a oh, a, a virtual campaign, <laughs> yeah. and it was an abject failure because the we didn't have the tools. The, the tools that we hobbled together, yeah. Um, simply made it not fun. Yeah. It just it was not fun to run the game. No. It was not fun to play the game. Um so so what I, why I'm saying I'm definitely counting this in the pros category is is a need has been identified for people to be able mm-hmm. to run games long distance smoothly uh and a lot of people are investing themselves into developing the tools yes. to allow that to That's happen. Very so true. I absolutely think that 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 that's coming around Again, from the little bit that we've seen of one D and D's tabletop, look, it looks I, good. I I think that in terms of running the game, mm-hmm. it's going to impress. All hail one D and D, baby! But uh, I I will I will talk about the other edge of that blade uh, when we when we get, to, we, the we get yeah. to the other side. But but I think you know I think that the tools are are finally coming into their own. Actually, I think the tools have came into their own over the last few years. Yeah. COVID really push that to the yes, forefront. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, talk yes. about another opportunity. Like, honestly, if I had to choose between just not playing mm-hmm. throughout all of COVID or playing virtually, I'd take another hack at it. And I think I would be impressed 
by what's available now. Yes. But a lot of my feelings about virtual were tarnished uh, yeah, by, by, by uh, let's call it a, a, a overzealous early adoption of, of yeah, the well, technology. I forget what program we use. It, it was bad. Thing. It was bad. And it was 4E too on top of that. But, and mm. yet, yeah, we were playing 4E. I was playing Tarsh. Oh, yeah, it had to have been. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. Dude, if you read of reached high levels, I already, you know me. I broke. I broke the game. 4E, well, you could really break the game. Well, um, as it happens, we abandoned that rapidly. Yeah, so now so. I'm living in the world of 5E where you can still break the game. Anyway, so. <laughs> I think if you're intent on it, you can. Oh, yeah. There's some, some more than others. But oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So. Other pros. You got other pros? So I just want to go through my pros because I think we've covered them all in like the first five minutes. Uh, so distance is great. Uh, scheduling. I, I can't believe that this wasn't our first hit. Yeah. I mean, it is the table killer. Yep. Logistics and scheduling. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, go run, run with it. But yeah, yes, no, yes. It's, it's one of those things like, all right, especially as you become adults and have like the wee little ones running around, you can't exactly leave. Right. So, hey, instead of I put the baby down, put the kids down, I go downstairs, I log into my PC while they're already asleep. Now I can play some D&D. Otherwise, You'd have to hire a babysitter. And holy crap, our babysitter is expensive. What the hell happened? Anyway, uh, like that's the next episode. Is <laughs> I, go, I just rail on how the hell did babysitters get so inflated? <laughs> next time on <laughs> split screen. D&D. I bet you all relate to that subject. <laughs> but like it's like for so for me, it'd be like I uh, in certain situations, it'd be I, I couldn't do it, uh, and like. Again, I, I guess distance covers into it. Like it's 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 just so nice being like I could. Hey, when when does your schedule line up in the next month? Uh this time. Hey, we could all make that work. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. Right. We can make that work. Right. Yeah, and I mean, even if it's a deal where, you know, uh, like from us to Denver, about an hour. Yeah, and that's know? a long time. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're talking about running a D and D session at six o'clock. Yeah. Okay. So someone wants to come from Denver down. They they're leaving their place at five, yep. running a three four hour session, and then they got an hour uh, an hour back. I mean, if hopefully we'd be good enough friends, we let them crash here. But nah. uh, but I, I also might be like, I don't even know sleep why in you, your car. I don't even know why you showed up. Like <laughs> it was just like a nice gesture to right, invite geez. you. Like why are you here? No. Uh, no. I think I I think um, you know it doesn't take a lot of distance. To, no. to rapidly remove, because because Dungeons & Dragons is already, or any T- TTRPG, is already a pretty substantial time commitment uh, on, a, on a session-by-session basis. And so when you start stacking in uh, these other elements, you know, I mean, I, I 100%, um, well, like when Daryl and Lindsay come down from Denver, right. they come down for the whole weekend, and we Just smash to- as much as we can into it. Um, because you, you guys like the smash when you, you they're well, so they're they're on weekends. You and I got Tuesday. They're Good. I was about to get jealous, uh, but okay. As long as we got Tuesdays, we're here Tuesdays. So let's do it. Um, <laughs> the camera's rolling, bud. <laughs> but uh, but that, that to me is really the you know I I will say uh, I've said it on a number of occasions that uh, onboarding new players mm-hmm. and. Um, One one of my favorite aspects of running the game is getting to bring new players into the hobby. Yeah, I, I think it's a really yep. cool thing to be able to do, and 
while my preference will always be sitting them down at the table alongside, because I think it is a fundamentally social experience. And yeah, we'll talk about that in the pros of yeah. the other song. But yeah. Um, you know, I, I know there's there's all sorts of people, even just recently that I was talking to, my cousins and, uh, you know, people who, you know, again, it's going to be a couple hour drive and they've actively been looking for a group, but they haven't found. And if it's the difference between us being able to run a one shot or like a, a few level campaign, something yep, yep, yep. Um, and not, you know, again, it's, you know, it's kind of a lot like what we said about fifth edition in general is it's been this gateway. And if you have someone who their options are, I just won't get into TTRPGs, or now through virtual means, I have yeah. the ability to explore this hobby. Yeah. Um, the hobby, I think the hobby lives and dies by the people who are yeah, in it. Anything dies. Well, like no, yes, yeah. But yeah. yeah. So yes, it's casting a wide net and try to catch as many people as it can, right. which is only benefit. Any, like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Any people you can bring into the hobby only benefits the hobby. Right. Right, like, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's everything I can say nice about. Uh, all right, hold on. I got <laughs> scheduling, distance, and lack of players, which we've we've covered we've, all. That. We've covered all of those. Those no, are my and, bo- and, and the thing is, is that we've actually kind of set this up like we were going to shit on. No, uh, it is BTKs. about. Yeah, I, I actually think that. I mean, I think basically everything we just laid out are all really solid reasons Very to consider solid. those platforms. And and here's a thing, like as uh, my wife and I were talking about this subject, and. Uh, we might be very ignorant, and, and we I, I acknowledge that that because we prefer that. Hey, those of you who run virtual games and have great success with it, please put in the comments what you've done to make it a very successful experience. Because we again, we always want to learn more, especially because you're going to be running the yeah, uh, 100%. virtual. Well, I have been. I've run three sessions of it now. You guys so. have run three sessions. How? When do you have the time to do this stuff, man? Every Wednesday, baby. You, Literally, literally this week, every evening I've got something D and D modern man. myth related. Man. All right, so <laughs> we do, baby. Yeah, no, you, you're uh, crazy. But uh, but and and actually, I'm going to talk a little bit about that experience. Please do because I I think that um, it has it has helped to reshape some of my thoughts on okay. on the virtual tabletop. But um, but yeah, I think I I, I think. To to kind of all of the credit and all of those pros in the in the virtual space, um, I think that one of the things I love most about tabletop RPGs in general, it actually it wouldn't even have to be tabletop RPGs, board games, mm-hmm. card games, couch co-op. I mean, couch co-op starts walking a line, but yep, it but, does. but by comparison to say online uh, co-op. There are not. There are very few opportunities to engage in a hobby that that demands. And we've said this before, but it's it's I, it, in the context of this conversation, it's worth repeating. To engage in hobbies that demand that you, a physical human being, put yourself in the presence of other physical human beings you enjoy being in the presence of, right, and. And you sit down and and you do it. And and I don't think there will ever come a point for the exact same reason that social media is not the same thing as socializing. Oh, my gosh. They're very different things. Yes. Now, that is not to say that there aren't inherent values to the technology, but I think the idea that you can ever, and I mean ever, emulate, there will always be an uncanny valley that exists between the experience that you will 
uh, drum up, and, and that may be a a very very narrow valley, but the experiences that you will drum up in a virtual environment, mm. and the ones you will drum up real life. And I think that's so ingrained in us, in our DNA as social organisms. I want to talk about that, yes. That uh, that we know the difference mm-hmm. between exchanging a text message and talking on the phone. We know the difference between talking on the phone and standing yes. in per- person to person. talking on the phone and standing in front of a human being. And Yeah, which yeah. I want and, to get into. And I, think, and I think when you consider the vast array of social skills and uh, just... Taxation on and taxation sounds like a, a negative thing. I, I don't mean it that way. Uh, 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 let's say uh, so implement taxes. That's good to know. <laughs> implementation of of all of those things that connect you to other human beings, right? Oh, okay. And and there's so few opportunities. Not 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 only to to just do that. Uh-huh. But the demand that you do it and you do it well and you do it with finesse and you do it with, I mean, you know, it really kind of begs the best version of those parts of you show up at the table every time. And I think that uh, you, you know well, as much as you might pretend it's not there, when there's a screen dividing you, when it's words on a screen instead of uh, words spoken with inflection and with, and... For all of those reasons, I mean that's thoroughly why I live in in that camp. Yeah. Um, so, uh, kind of to your point in in the comments, uh, I would be very curious to hear who people who are running essentially fundamentally in the virtual space now. Uh, can you appreciate that perspective? Like, do you feel like something is lost in that experience? Yeah. There might also be some people out there who have only run virtual. Right, you know, so, um, but um, it, I I know that you were you were chomping at the bit to uh, jump well, on that, that. So, that, well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to to change tracks. Are we, are we down to talk about the IRL, the in real life? Oh, I thought that's where we were at. Yay, good. Okay, yeah. I figured it was, but I just I, wanna make, I, I, wanna I hope sure. so because I think that's what I was just talking. You were talking think, about okay. it for a while, and you just hit on so many things I want to talk about. So, God, all right, I don't want to go grandiose right from the beginning. I'll hit with what you said. Uh, so I, I mentioned my profession at the beginning of this episode. That I'm a music teacher in a public school. And we, during the COVID years, we had to teach virtually, which means with mm. Zoom. Yeah, we, oh, God. We had Zoom and... you, But you didn't have the 1D and D tabletop to, uh, to aid you in the endeavor, did you? No. Okay, well, case in point, 1D and D. So I... I, 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 D&D. I not only did I teach public school, I taught K through 5. Uh, so I mean, it's kindergarten through fifth grade, and I cannot stress to you how different it is for me to stand in front of twenty and th- to thirty young kids and try to teach them about music in some way, shape, or form, and try to do it through a screen. It is it, it if we would have gone longer, I would have quit. Like any joy of teaching was sapped from me during those years. So can you elaborate like what what was it about that experience that that resulted in disconnect? And even better, can you tie that to D&D. the D and D side? Because I mean I get it one hundred percent. I get why that might be There's the case. There's a lot but... of things uh, and I'll try to I think the biggest thing is so we've talked about this before. When you perform music live to an audience, there is an exchange of energy. When you are 
trying to teach a screen or talk to a screen or to have that interaction with the screen, you lose that. I, I don't get any energy. So it's, it's, it turns into me talking to a screen and, and me getting lifeless interactions back. Now, it, that might be an extreme example, but even if you're like, yeah, no, no, we, we have interactions, it pales in comparison to being in real life, to being able to read your, the body language, not just the facial, everything. We as human beings, are we are trained. We have to in order to exist in society to interpret nonverbal communication, and that is lost so much through staring at a computer, like a computer screen, and, and yeah, purely by the brevity of information of this. This that's all we yeah. get. Like yeah. we don't know what else is going on, and it, it, it just it's a hollow. I'm getting on a soapbox way too early. And I'm sorry for those of you who really, truly enjoy virtual. And please, if you enjoy it, please continue. I feel like it's a hollow experience compared to in real life communication. I just don't think you can. And just because I went through two years of it, I just don't think it is a, a thing. Right, right. Well, I and I again, I think that um, I, I'm very curious to hear from those who, who uh, will counter that position. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I really do think even, even if you love the, the virtual space and I will, I will, uh, readily admit that I have garnered a greater appreciation for it in running now the, this, the, I've been talking about for the last few episodes, this, uh, sci-fi campaign that really was kind of just an opportunity, um, a little context for anyone watching a buddy of mine, uh, from Washington state, uh, we lived out there for, six years and uh he's come out every year since we moved back and hi jake if you're watching yeah jake what's up man um (laughs) but he uh one of the years he came back was kind of his first introduction to D &D and it went splendidly we ended up running a one shot we took him through the uh kind of the the we we gave him a proper D &D tutorial kind of in game that was fun um and he really took to it and uh he's he's an awesome player and this time when he was out, we ran this. What we knew was not really a one shot. It was just going to be as long as it could be while he was out, and right. um, and it was kicking off this kind of fifth edition OSR vibe uh, sci fi game. Well, we got to a place where uh, both both he and Amanda had kind of said like, "This would be this would be kind of cool to keep going." And I initially was kind of going like. I've played this game before. I, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a shot for you, but I can tell you right now that I've, yeah, had less than stellar uh, experience. And uh, so the one thing I really wanted to touch on in the context of that is we have now been been running these sessions virtually. I'll say partially in person, partially virtually. Um, uh, he is, I should say, the virtual player. Mm. Um, and I will say that. Uh, so, to some extent, this is simply my lack of experience with the tools that are available, and and also the fact that I'm not I'm not going to invest the bandwidth to master those tools. Right. I'm sure there's people out there, especially dungeon masters who are out there who've been rolling one uh, roll twenty for years. They're you know, and, wizards. and and they're and they're they they are more comfortable there than maybe at a IRL table anymore. Um, more power to you. And and this is not to say that those tools can't be can't be wielded in that fashion. Um, but what I have found is virtually no attrition 
by way of, or, or I'll say a negligible amount of attrition, by way of uh, any of the portions of the game that would be operating in the theater of the mind space. Because effectively, or I should say, the, the level of attrition that you might have in the difference between you and I sitting having this conversation, and let's say some circumstance at some point required that you and I uh, discorded in or Skyped in or Zoomed in or what right, have right. you to do an episode. Like mm-hmm. one of us was out of town, but we still wanted to record an episode. Right, right. Obviously, something is lost, but would we be able to have a conversation and you know and yeah. and and complete the episode? And and so <laughs> I've oh. I've garnered a greater appreciation. How many? I don't know, man. It's something you, I think I'm you, allergic to you, in this. You room. better be careful because Jay Frazier is gonna give you a blessing. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't Jay Frazier. Nope. I apologize. No other. It was uh Linda the Gamer Gal. <laughs> Thank you, Linda. um and and so i will say i've garnered a a greater appreciation the issue that i have is unless i'm willing to invest that bandwidth on top of running my in real life games Mm -hmm. to garner a certain mastery or proficiency over the tools necessary when i go to break (laughs) out jesus my I'm God. sorry. I'm when, sorry. When I go to uh, break out a battle map and break out um, the tokens and right, all right, of that, right, right. Um, you know, what is already a relatively sluggish component of 5e um, becomes unbearably so. But oh, we've had okay. great success simply running everything theater of the mind. Right. And, and there's been, you know, no real... Uh, major complaints. It doesn't change the fact that at some point I'm going to want to bust out the minis. I'm going to want to bust out the battle map. Right, right, right. And I know that that experience is going to suffer, yeah. or I'm going to pony up and really learn, the really, uh, uh, you know. And and so again, this kind of falls in the cons, kind of falls into the the pros category. Like I was saying, I think the tools are there. Yes, but it's it's another system, quote unquote to learn and when i have the choice between investing myself into the in real life space or the virtual space right. i have very little inclination to to you know I, i've got 20 other things i could be doing right with that time so yeah. time um, is the greatest resource man i tell you yeah so um you know that kind of i think is it, it, i was fully prepared when we originally talked about this concept this and that this was pre pre-running these sessions for Jake uh, right. long distance um, to have have not a lot to say to redeem it. But I will, I, I do think that right. if you were running, let's say purely a social game or a, or a game in which everyone understood that the combat was all going to be theater of the mind, I, I would have very little hesitation to, to adopt that as a, as a technology. But um, so that's kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go grandiose then. Oh, so we've talked what was, about what was the last one? I felt like that was reasonably grandiose. No, that was that was that was basic. Oh, hell. I'm sorry, oh, dude. Hell. So let's, let's go. Let's go. Because I'm gonna go. So we've talked about this a couple of times. The history of humanity. When we go back x amount of years, when we're just hanging around a pre pre Twitter. Was there a pre Twitter? I don't. Th- I think humanity began at Twitter. All right, continue. <laughs> and no, so, so long as we're on the same page. No, geez, no. That, God, that makes me sad just saying that. Uh, we're talking about like 
we civilizations kind of maybe just starting yeah. out. We're hanging around the fire. You know, this is this is the meeting place. Everyone gathers around the fire. Yeah. I think there's. Uh, I, I I I have a friend who who is absolutely lo- loves fires for that reason. It's 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 there is something that is almost instinctual. That's called pyromania, that. by the way. No, no, <laughs> not just. Uh, he's not like throwing fire and, and trying to. Bl- he's it, he loves the act of building a fire and having people gather around yeah. it, which I totally agree with. There's there's an almost instinctual thing about that. And what do you do when you gather around the fire? You shoot the shit, yep. right? Okay. What is D&D? We're I, gathering around a fire. What is a fire? A table, right? And we're shooting the shit. We're making stories together in, in, in real life. And on top of that, a lot of tables will break bread together. We'll, we'll bring snacks. We'll bring food, which only brings more socialization. Like, you are scratching an itch that is ingrained into us as homo sapiens. And that is something that I don't think can ever be matched on a, a virtual thing. Right. Yeah, I don't think you can emulate it. I don't think you can. Uh, and it, 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 it's like trying to get your validation through Twitter. If you're going to Twitter and being like, am I a good person? Let me ask Twitter. And people are like, yeah, you're a good person. Versus your best friend looking you in the eye and saying, you know what, man? You're a good human being. I'm I'm glad I get to I got to Thanks. know you. Thanks, buddy. I I I, I was acting. Uh, that was that was superficial. That's a good role player. <laughs> You're so good. I just I mean it, it, just keep going. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm totally joking. But the 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 difference there I don't think can be understated, and and to act like it's not. Now I don't want to say like, hey, I find value in online things. I find value in that, but. Uh, and there, you might find yourself in situations where you need to do that stuff, and I don't, I don't want to be like, no, it's either this way or you're you're an idiot and a loser. That's not what I'm saying at all. But to say that the same, the experiences are the same, I think is you just can't say that. Yeah. Well, I I I completely agree. I mean, I I again, and I I would I would love to hear from someone who. Uh, is living in the in the opposite camp. Yes, please do, and I, but, I I don't mean to offend you. But well, and I, I think I think, I mean I it's I I agree. It's what I truly believe. I do not think that that experience can be emulated virtually. Um, that is not to say. I mean, in our lives, there's all sorts of times. If you have to choose between not keeping up with your brother in law or doing so virtually, right? What oh, do you choose? Yeah, definitely you know, going to do it virtually. And yeah. I think I think. You know there, there is there is a there's always kind of the lesser of two evils, right. and I'm I'm framing virtual tabletops in a way in a non-flattering way here, and that's uh, that's not my intent. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's just that uh, I'm in the exact same boat. If, yeah. If you guys moved away, and all of a sudden I was without a, a player base, and my first instinct is going to be like, well, I should see if there's anyone around here that wants to play. Yep. And if I find out that I just cannot stand playing with the immediate players uh, around right. here, or they're not forthcoming because I live somewhere that just does not have a, a substantial player base. I mean, your options literally are hang up a hobby you might love. Yeah. And, and, and one of the pros that we listed was, you know, this, this hobby lives and dies by the people who are invested yes. in it. And yes, and, and to some extent, I would actually say, if you're someone out there who, you know, I imagine there's people out there who we'll, we'll see in the comments who 
do regularly play virtual tabletop. Yes. But not because it's their preference. Oh, that'd be interesting. I've to talked your... to a lot of people who play 5e, not because it's their preference, but just because, because it's it makes the game more accessible. Interesting. Um, yeah. I I'm trying to remember who left the comment. I'm not. I, I, I'll. Uh, I I don't want to. I don't want to misquote yeah, somebody. But yeah, yeah. But uh, the comment effectively was like, uh, 5e is my main game, but not because it's the system I love the most. It's because I can play basically once every other month. Uh-huh. Or, or I say, you know, twice a month, I can play uh, AD and D, or I can play three games a week of Fifth Edition. Right, right. And you know, like when it comes to running the game, I can spend the money on the Fifth Edition books and get three games a week out of it, or spend the money oh, on the that's a you know, good I mean, point too. that that was their position, and and so well, very logical. I, I think people make concessions all the time for the yeah. things they love, and if you love this hobby. You know, like I said, it's certainly nothing that we've said here. I think is to denigrate how yeah. you experience the hobby. And I did at all. go through a rant, and I'm yeah, again, I can't. I, you were I, a dick, man. You seem like you hate people who. who I do. <laughs> I hate you if you. No, no, no. I, I, I really think it's a deal where, and just to, to some extent, I mean, there's going to be people out there. I, I have no doubt that are going to say. I run. This is what I run because X Y Z. Right. Uh, I wish it was in real life, but. But this is a um, more power and, to you. And to some extent, my hat's almost more off to you in that regard because I don't know. Like if it, I, I might just find myself burning out, and just I'm now I'm not partaking in the hobby if I didn't have, yeah. you know, because I just I put so much value right. on the on the in real life. Yeah. And you're blessed um, having such good players. I mean, what if you don't have such good players? The thing about my blessings is that they all land in just I I, I I've never wanted for anything on the player side. I've never. really never wanted for anything, period. You know, it's just You're I'm, welcome. It's, it's you know what I do what I can. You know I think I, my Turkish should win awards. Okay. No, if you get that reference, if, you're my new if, best friend. If someone, he just for those who didn't catch it, he said, "Think my turkey should win awards." You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, drop a different line in the comments if you catch that. You are my hero if you catch that reference. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, uh, so uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think I think we've kind of yeah, uh, we've, we've arrived. I feel yeah. Uh, um, I and and in terms of summary. I don't know that any more needs to be said simply than kind of the outline that you gave. I really do think, in fact, it was to some extent the inspiration for the name of the channel is we really do think of of coming together to to play this game. And I don't I don't like that verbiage because I think it is, it really is the experience is whatever system you're playing, whether it's D and D, whether it's uh, you know, whether it's any edition of D and D, whether it's any TTRPG, you know how powerful those experiences can be. And I don't think that's a fluke. I yes. mean, I really think something is firing inside you yep. that has been longing to be tapped yep. since as long as we have been walking upright, you yep. know, in, in many regards. And, um, so I really do think, uh, you know, that I don't think we need to to say much more than that. That's our that's the kernel of our position. Yeah. Um, you got anything on the? We actually didn't text one so much from the DM and the 
the player yeah, side. Yeah. Um, I, I think both kind of have their unique challenges, yes, but for sure. um, I think most everything that you hit on from the player side, I was I couldn't it translate. I was just nodding and yeah, going, like, I, I, yes, I, think, I agree with. I think it's just uh, players in the hobby, whether you're the DM or PC, you are a player of the hobby, and I think it, it, it this is a transcends. It transcends the screen a little bit. You know? It it does it does, and I like that uh, I like that verbiage. Um, I I don't know if you had one in mind for uh, a takeout oh, on this. I don't. Uh, I I guess I was just gonna take it out old school. Do it old school, a, baby. Um, this one's going out to everybody. Like we said, whatever whatever that is that resonates inside all of us when we're sitting around, uh, whether that be at physical tables or virtual tables. Um, but whatever it is that is uh, is triggering and keeps you coming back as a player or as a DM, um, you know, more power to you in pursuing that in whatever fashion uh, you find uh, allows you to tap into that. So uh, thank you guys so much for joining us this time. Uh, until next time, the world is yours. <laughs>